you by Scott Clark Auto Group. Oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> Riverdale Rewind. Finally back. Finally back. I'm Jess. And I'm Nomi. And we are so excited to be talking about a television show. <laughs> <laughs> you sound so excited to I, talk about Riverdale. I, I kind of, I was glad it came back. I kind of missed it. Yeah. I mean, I swear, Riverdale is on break more than kids are on break. More than kids be breaking up. Right. That too. More than Veronica be breaking up with Archie. What? what? Uh, last night's episode aired, obviously, last night on the CW. You could check it out on the app for furry. Um, and like you said for furry. For, for free. free. <laughs> you want to go through like a rough recap of the episode? Yeah, let's go through the episode. All right. So we are back in Riverdale about a month and a half later. I guess it's like in real time. Um, and they're still in the quarantine. But Veronica's bar actually sells booze and is doing pretty well. But they're pretty much out of stuff. And they made a joke about selling the mocktails, which I, I appreciated. Um, meanwhile, at Betty's house, all those kids that were at the Sisters of Quiet Mercy are, that she rescued as the Griffin Queen are now living with her. Um, and we see that Tony and Cheryl have become petty thieves, which is kind of lame, and I don't really believe that to be their character. I think that was a little I'm poor I'm excited writing. to talk about yeah. that, too. That was kind of poor writing there. Um, so then uh, Archie is uh, up in the wilderness of Canada being attacked by a grizzly bear and hallucinating most of the episode, um, which leaves us on a, a you-know-nothing Archie Andrews, Jon Snow-type cliffhanger. And um, essentially... Hiram is still trying to combat every move Veronica makes. Um, and Betty's mom sends all those kids that she had rescued to live on the farm, which we got to get more into this farm and figure out more about the farm. And at the end of the episode, we see that all of the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, who are actually not nuns for 60 years, um, went in off themselves with cyanide at the gargoyle altar. So I think that's pretty much a recap. Yeah, oh, Fang, you nailed it. Yeah, Fangs is going to infiltrate the gargoyles. Yay. <laughs> I watched it this morning. You watched it. <laughs> she woke up, I guess, around midnight, 1 o'clock, and was like, oh, my God. I wake up then. I was just up then. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God, Riverdale. <laughs> just totally forgot. So. I'm such a busy and 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 scheduled person. <laughs> so I All right, so let's get to the first part. What was the first uh, section of that plot? Well, Veronica's bar. Yes. So they did make fun of the mocktails, which I think anybody who's older than 21 appreciates because we always joke about yeah. this. But I guess they have to make it mocktails for their age group. Right. Because it is a high school. It is booming, uh, which I thought it was pretty clever of her to come up with the ledger, the fake ledger mm -hmm. to give to her father the show. Oh, I'm not making that much money. And yeah. in reality, she is booming. Question, are you doing the whole 30? Because that's your New Year's thing today, this week. <laughs> this <laughs> For month. 30 days. This month. Can you do a mocktail with whole 30? Like yes, they actually give you recipes. Interesting. Have you tried any? Um, no, I I guess I make my lazy mocktail, mm -hmm. which, because I'm going to be real, I love drinking wine, especially at the end of the week. Yeah. I just love it. It's just the best way to just chill out. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I really miss that routine. Mm -hmm. And so my lazy mocktail is just club soda and lime. 
That's so boring. So you're just you might as well just get a LaCroix. But I put it in a little <laughs> short glass with ice cubes. I guess it's like the thought of it makes it kind of cool. And it's no it's no sample for or it's not a replacement for wine. Right, right. Like they but don't it have like a grape you. juice you can drink. No, because no. technically you're not supposed to be drinking juice, uh, juice yeah. just because you're it's like sugary. orange juice, for instance. Not only does it have sugar, but even if you squeezed your fresh orange juice, you're not going to eat you're eight not oranges. Fiber. Well, you're not going to eat eight oranges. So well, that's true, what their yeah. thought think, process is. I think there's something on like metabolizing the sugar with the fiber, the fructose with the fiber, mm-hmm. instead of. You're not getting any of that. Right. This is Riverdale's health episode. <laughs> I was curious. Yeah. So uh, I have mocktails quite often. You could probably squeeze a beet. That looks like wine. Yeah. I Well, I do have <laughs> beet juice on occasion. It's just minimal. Yeah. So Fun. there you go, whole 30 years. So it is uh, her bar. Her setup is booming. Mm-hmm. And I I thought it was pretty clever, but obviously it was not clever enough because her dad called her out on it. Yeah, and I don't know in what world that I didn't think that it was her character to, to say, yes, I do want your protection. Because, of course, he would just use that opportunity to kind of smack her around. Not right. physically, but... Um, I, I like now that she's working with the serpents that gives them work um, and that allows that her to be completely independent of Hiram. She shouldn't. I always think it's weird, but I guess it just kind of shows the, her relationship with her father. But she always like goes back to him and asks for help. Right. Which it's weird. It's a really weird dynamic, those two. It's kind of like being mad at a parent or if your parent... Uh, leaves the household and they're divorced for some reason, um, you kind of always go back to the parent Mm -hmm. because you're like, oh, well, they're my parent. They're my mom. They're my dad. Like, you know, I kind of have to make an exception. I kind of have to trust them on a certain level. And that's why I feel like that's the tug of war with Veronica and her dad is like, he is my dad. So I know he's going to protect me, even though he's a crook. And I know he's going to try to screw me over. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to trick him, but still use his protection because he's my dad. It's like, what's his line? What's the line he won't cross with her? Like, let her be an actual harm i think mm-hmm. like he'll let her get poor but he won't actually actually let her get hurt i think he'll let her be poor to a certain extent yeah like after like a certain minimal yeah and he'll be like okay wait miha this is not gonna happen yeah <laughs> um what do you think about veggie I knew that was coming. Yeah. Well, I think think everybody saw it. Yeah. And I think they're a couple in real life too, right? Yes. They are a couple in real life. They hooked up on the set. So I think, is that with writing though too? Is like, oh, well they're hooked up. We might as well take advantage of their real life relationship. I bet they filmed that a a while ago. So I bet you they started dating around them when they realized. I feel like you put a bunch of hormonal like young kids (laughs) in a room and then like you're like you have to make out in this scene they're like well maybe we want to date yeah like we're gonna make out we might as well practice oh well you know what this is show prep yeah we might as well just method acting (laughs) you know it's just really interesting because we saw that relationship growing we saw the bond growing do you like them as a couple I could take it or leave it. I'm really interested to see what happens when Archie comes back to Riverdale. Unpopular opinion. I don't care about any couples. Really? I just don't. Because I, I guess because it's fiction. And that would probably make a lot of people really mad at me. But, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't mean I dislike couples. But, like, I don't care. 
<laughs> I just don't. I like I like them in the, for the plot of the show, but like I don't go home thinking like you know I really am glad about Reggie and Veronica. <laughs> well, there's never a moment in time where I'm like driving home and being like, you know what? I'm so happy they finally kissed. But a lot of people are like that. Really? They think about them? Oh, yeah. And I don't knock any of those people. You like what you like, and some people are more into the show than other people. I mean, like, during the show, during watching it or something like that, I will get into the characters, and I'll be like, yay, or no, or, eh, you know. Yeah. But I like, I like the I couple. I don't think outside of it. I see this couple, not to piss anybody off, but I see this couple a little better than I see Reggie and, or Veronica and um, Archie. Is it because he's her protector and helper of the bar. I think it's because Veronica has a bit of an edge to her and so does Reggie, whereas Archie's a little derpy. And I know opposites attract, but they're I always I think Archie and Betty seem like a better couple. Like and I even think that like Jughead is edgier for Betty, but then Ed, Betty has this whole edgy side, which maybe Jughead brings out of her. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Archie. Even KJ Appa in real life, up in, he isn't dating anybody up there on the set, is he? No, I think he's just too into himself. No offense, <laughs> AJ, dude. Or wait, maybe he's just too into his craft. and His craft meaning his abs? Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> uh, maybe he has like a... Actually, doesn't he maybe have like a, a girlfriend in Australia or something? Maybe. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I can't believe that guy would be single. But it, but it's funny that they're all up there like dating each other. And he's like, he. it's like and he's reflecting dating reality. Skype. <laughs> yeah, the show's reflecting reality right now, which is funny because it's the real couples. I, I, I can see what you're talking about with Archie and Veronica as a couple. I mean, it's hit and miss um, for sure. What if they break up in real life like any of these couples and still have to act like couples? Well, maybe they'll go through a breakup scene. That's awkward. <laughs> but Jughead and Betty, I do like them together, though. It makes I do. Sense. Yeah, I do like them together. I wouldn't have picked it off the bat, but I think they brought out different traits in each other. For sure. That are interesting. What's next on the show list? Okay, speaking of another couple are our petty bandits. Um, yes. Cheryl and Tony. I don't find that to be their character. I don't think Cheryl would just be a petty thief. I th- they're not like starving and poor, right? I mean, well, maybe Tony. A is. little bit because they they're needing work. I think it's more or less um, fun during the Great Depression type deal. I think it's like, well, we need money to survive. We need money coming into the serpents, and we need money to you know live. Yeah. Um, because Cheryl's not working. She's True. making money through serpents. But like unlike the other serpents, they're, she's not homeless. That and, is true. And a good serpent would have probably opened that massive home. It's her own home now, right? Right, but isn't it still burnt down? Like there's still parts? Oh, I don't know. Probably. But still, it's better get, than living outside in the cold near Canada. I do get confused between what home they're living in. Are they living, like, because... What's it called? It's something with, like, a T or something. Right, Thorn... Um, Thornhill? Yes. Yeah. So Thornhill is the one with the pool where there was the fire, where she lit everything on fire, and mm-hmm. she was covered in blood in season two. Season two? Yeah. Yeah. And I had to think about what season we were in. Um, And then they moved into a new place. That is where Penelope decided to become a professional whore. And (laughs) (laughs) and, um, so I I get confused on which house 
they're living in oh, are they living in the burnt down one or are they living in because that entire burnt down one was not completely destroyed i thought that they were just living in a portion of the big house right but then don't you remember about the whorehouse i thought it was just her house no oh i don't remember actually i think she burned it down in season one was it season one yeah because that, that was her season the last carry year was the black hood the carry episode yeah. okay i don't know she didn't do it in the carry episode it she? was connected oh i don't remember um she i don't know but regardless she has a roof Mm-hmm. Whereas it made it seem like a lot of the serpents did not. Right. Because so, most of the serpents are living in the trailers. Yeah. Um, anyways, I didn't find it to be of her character to be a thief. So I thought. I, I think they're just having like stupid high school fun. Like it's stupid. It's mindless. Obviously, that's not true to their character. Yeah. Um, I could see them doing it just because. They can. Yeah. Like, screw it. We can. Yeah. What I didn't like about it, I'm sorry, girls, those masks are not fooling anybody. Oh, you know, I don't remember what they looked like. Yeah, they had a little, like, um, Mardi Gras oh, yeah. mask type yeah. deals. And it just covered, like, With this. With her lipstick, her full lipstick. Yeah, you could still. see their hair. You could see half of their forehead. You could see from the nose down. Like, you're not fooling anybody. Right. We know exactly who you are. But... Was it stupid of her to start leaving a mark like the kiss yes. on the painting? But, but that, yes, but that makes it um, more her character because, like you said, they're just doing it because she can. Yeah. And sometimes she's just like that because she can. She's just sometimes kind of awful because she can be awful. Right. It's exactly. Always, like she'll have a moment of good and then go back to like, mm, no. Nah. And I wonder if that right there, that whole situation is going to affect her and Tony's relationship because Tony is a serpent by blood. Exactly. So now is she going to show resentment? Is she going to be like just heartbroken at the fact that she's not a serpent? That's, that's her life. That's her family because of what her girlfriend made her do. I feel like they've set it up for more conflict. So yeah. And so maybe Cheryl will start helping Hiram or something. You know, like they're I think they're going to do something against Jughead and the Serpents now cuz they're pissed. But what do you think Tony's going to be involved with that? Yeah, I think it's setting up like a whole other like thing of conflict where like the two of them will fight and they'll fight with the rest of the group and it is, it's moving the plot forward. Although, like, it's weird to think we have that much time that we could do something like that left in the season. But I guess you could. I guess you could. And we haven't, remember we always said in the beginning of the season we haven't seen too much of them. We wondered why. Right. Maybe because they're setting it up for this. And maybe they'll have something to do with the rest of it. I'm thinking they're going to break up for a minute. Maybe. Um, another thing about this episode that we hadn't talked about in a little while is the, the mention of Edgar Evernever. Yes. Well, you just you just missed him, Betty. He was here five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. I don't think he exists. Do you think Edgar Evernever is more of like um a thought? Like Yes, like almost like the gargoyle king. Yeah, you don't really you see know, him. you never really truly yeah. see him. Yeah. You think you do, but you don't really see him, and so you're just missing him. He was just there. He was he was in the shadows. Right. So is he in the car driving the bus? That's like, have you ever watched the show The Path on Hulu? No. It's with the guy, uh, Aaron, what's his, Aaron Paul, who was in Breaking Bad. And it's about a cult leader. And you don't 
see the cult leader speaks through like the upper leaders and you never see the guy and then i think i'm not sure and, and this is kind of spoilery so don't listen if you're watching the past i think you find out he actually had died or he was he was sick and he, he it makes it sound like he's away on like a, a spiritual trip but really he's like hospitalized so i wonder if it's one of those things where like maybe there was an edgar ever never or maybe there kind of is but it's like more of an like a symbol mm-hmm. and there's not really a person just like the gargoyle king yeah or it's the same person um yeah but in um i don't know if it's cool to move on but this is segueing into archie's hallucinations yeah um we come to find out the gargoyle and gargoyle king is Mr. Lodge, or is that well? It's a hallucination, and I think Archie is making the the biggest villain the same thing. I don't know. I think it'd be just too easy for Mr. Lodge. I agree. Yeah, it's too easy. Um, I think he's running some whole gamut, but I think he's using that as like his pawn. Like I don't think. He's really the gargoyle king. You think he's just using it to his advantage? I think so. I think so, and I think he's capitalizing on it. Um, I think there's something with the whole thing, but I don't think he is the gargoyle king. I think it would be extremely disappointing if he ended up being that. But something had to make Archie think about all of this. Like, yes, deep down, I'm sure he probably thinks that he could be the gargoyle uh, gargoyle (laughs) king, but he doesn't know as much of what's going on about the man in black and stuff like that. He doesn't know all of that. He's been gone. He's been busy. He didn't know about the man in black? I thought John had told him about it. No, because Betty found out, right? Exactly. That's weird. Is that for certain? Yeah, yeah, because he was in jail. Mm. They broke him out. The whole man in black thing happened while Betty was with the sisters. And so she hasn't been able to tell. So Jughead doesn't know about that either? I don't, I, or maybe he, he does now. He probably does now that he's returned. He didn't know before he left because he exactly. didn't know Betty was in the... Uh, weird, okay. Which he still hasn't brought that up. Like they haven't had that conversation that we've seen. That we've seen. About her stay and why she was in there and what happened. Well, they may have talked about it. Maybe we're just supposed to understand that they did. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's weird. That I would Archie think that would that be an, an interesting conversation that you would want. That's weird, the hallucination then. Now I want to know more about that. It, so that's why I'm wondering, is it foreshadowing something? Obviously, killing off Archie, like, I, I, I automatically thought exactly what you thought, Jess, Game of Thrones. Are they yeah. pulling a page out of Game of Thrones with Jon Snow like laying down? friggin' thing. Right, yeah. and just killing off a main character right away. Um, which, in the Archie comic books, Archie does die, but it leads into a whole nother series. Yeah, and I think it's too early on for them to do that, and I think it's too early on for them to introduce any kind of real supernatural anything of, like, healing him. Right. So I think, really, he's just in shock. Right, and he wasn't discolored. He looked warm, Yeah. you know? So, I mean, it could just, like you said, loss of blood of some sort yeah. or whatever. I guess you can you fall asleep with your eyes open? Maybe. I think he just seemed like he was in shock. Yeah. Um, but... Because I can't imagine. I mean, if they did some bring them back to life thing, they're just straight up copying Game of Thrones. And yeah, 
And don't, but you know nothing, Archie Andrews. He, yeah. really, he really doesn't. <laughs> I mean, are we going to now get to know the um, people that come in to save him? The forest, the forest strangers? Yes. Maybe. Um, I wonder if they'll have something to do with the show and the plot. And I wonder if the farm's anywhere near there. Um, also, though, I did want to make a musical note. I did like, although I'm real tired of like, I don't know why we have to such gratuitous singing in all these episodes. I, I get it. They can sing. That's fine. Um, but I did like the idea of like show tunes with the, um, like the way that it was so different from the scene that was happening. It was such mm-hmm. a, it was in conjunction to the, um, like murders, like the death of the nuns and like the Archie seeming dead. Um, that's kind of like a note from the black lightning. Have you ever watched black lightning on CW? I, I haven't followed it completely, but I've seen episodes here and there. They have some really good musical choices where they add in songs that like they fit the scene in a real different way. Mm-hmm. It's really not your typical. And I like that. That, that adds to the show. I think, um, instead of just a very like corny, like dramatic music, you know, yeah, I think it makes it, it gives it another level. I enjoy it. <laughs> I'm not gonna buy the soundtrack, but I wonder if all those girls did like musical theater. I would Probably. assume so. Yeah, I would assume so. Um, now I'm interested to see what the farm is like. Is it all like singing? Is that gonna oh. be our? Is that it's gonna like, be the musical of the season? Uh, the farm. Oh, I hope they don't do another musical. I'm just not a musical fan. Like for I, TV shows. For TV shows. I'm really not that big of a musical fan. I like some, like Hamilton. Right. And I like, you know, there's some I like in comedy musicals. I read the book Dear Evan Hansen, which is based off the play. There's some music in that. <laughs> Did you listen to it or read it? I listened to it, and they even had one of the songs in it. But it, like, fit. I don't know. I need to get into audibles. I think it's just audible. Oh. Well, I mean, but like listening to more than one, isn't it more? Isn't no, it plural? No, Audible's a company. <laughs> Audible's. You I'm say standing it by it. Audible's. <laughs> You'd listen to Audible books. It's just, I don't, I can't focus enough. Like if I'm driving, I'm paying attention to me driving. Kind of like how everybody probably already stopped focusing on this podcast. Probably. Yeah. And like we don't blame you. No. I don't blame <laughs> you. Uh, next episode is looking pretty slick, though. So, breakdown of the trailer for Chapter 45, The Stranger. We see Ronnie crying, possibly over Archie's death. No. Or illness. I don't know. Maybe she gets dumped already. Hiram looks like he gets shot. That could probably be another hallucination. Although we all wish he'd get shot. Sorry, Kelly Ripa. Um... Hermione says, I think it's time to FP, which makes me think gargoyle stuff mm-hmm. reveal their secret. And then we see a man in a hat. Hmm. A mysterious man in a hat. Interesting. I think uh, this is a way for Archie to... This is what's going to happen. You ready? I'm going to mm-hmm. predict the rest of the season. Okay. Archie's going to fake his own death with this grizzly thing. So I don't think he's smart enough. But he needs to stop being so That's stupid. Not stop him from trying. Right. He's gonna he, remember he like beats himself up in with a bat in his room because he's like that dude. He's stupid. He needs to stop being stupid. Blah yeah. blah blah. And has this whole monologue. Okay. Beating the dumb out of himself. Right. So now yeah. he's gonna stop being dumb and get smart. But and I he's gonna think, do that. I don't think he can. That's by his character. Faking his own. 
death. And then the word will get back and she sobs and she cries. Ronnie does. And she thinks he's dead. And then that's how Mr. Lodge ends up dying because you can't be alive. You're dead, Archie. I'm back. I'm scaring you. But that's all going to happen next episode? No, it's just going to happen in the season. Oh. Sometime in the season. I think this is all for just next episode that he looks shot. Well, I mean, whatever. I think it's a good theory that he could fake his death because that's the only way he could put a stop to the madness. Mm -hmm. I want to know what Hiram's bigger plan is, though. It's just weird. I don't know. The contr- like peaking, pinky in the brain. He wants to rule the tiny the world. world. Riverdale. <laughs> yes, it just the doesn't world. make a lot of sense. And you think at some point, like the state government would get in. So people still can't leave or come into Riverdale. Is that yeah. right? And it's a quarantine because of what was oh the seizures. Mm-hmm. Right. So. But you think at some point, like, the state would start intervening. But I guess he's in the pocket of the state, whatever state it is. Yeah. Riverdale and. Yeah. And so we'll see. And I'm really interested to see more of Mrs. Mrs. Lodge and what she does next because we didn't see her at all last episode. You know what would have really probably helped Archie and his whole journey is a, a car from scott clark toyota or honda oh yeah scott clark yeah <laughs> hey scott clark what up dude i think that would have really helped him on his journey and he has three convenient locations um so make sure you visit him and if you need uh maintenance on your vehicle well you could schedule it right there on his website just go over to scottclark.com yeah buy all the cars but till then, never have too many cars. No, no. That's never. what my mom always taught me. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I have seven. Did, I'm like, does she really? No. <laughs> but we'll see you next week. Make sure you follow her at Just Just WCCB. I'm at Nomi Burton. Any last words? Oh, if you're into the superhero shows, watch my super chat yesterday at WCCBCharlotte.com. This is the Riverdale Rewind, brought to you by Scott Clark Auto Group, 